Welcome to the Learn Stage Lighting Podcast. This is the show where newcomers and professionals alike come to learn more about stage lighting. And now your host, David Henry. Hi, friend, and welcome to today's show. So today, we've got Bob Mentel. We've had him here before. He works for Elation Professional. And today, we're going to be talking about visualizers. It's, we, we go over a lot of things. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, so, hey, let's cut to it, to the podcast. It's a good one talking about visualizers. Are they right for you? And uh, talk about some of the things they can do and uh, take a little glimpse into the future as well. So, Bob Mentel, why should we use a lighting visualizer? So, uh, you know, there's a couple different aspects of, of visualizers that might be appealing to to users or potential users. Um, I think at, at this point in time, um, one might be ongoing practice um, of, of programming. You don't have to go to a room or set up a bunch of lights that you perhaps don't own or do own. Uh, and you can sit at your desk or at your kitchen table and practice your, your, art, your art form. Um, Lighting design is a is a, a form of art, and with with uh, any sort of uh, venture that you go into, practice is always going to improve your skill set. So I think one one thing with the visualizers is it is it is a affordable way for you to improve your art without having to rent equipment, and it would give you. Uh, in a virtual realm, of course, access to gear that you might not have. Uh, you can use some of the best lights uh, to, uh, th- that are out there on the market, and you have almost infinite uh, capability on how many fixtures you want. If you want a 100 fixtures in your rig, you can absolutely have that because uh, there isn't a budget in the visualizer. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's a really nice thing. I've created some some funky rigs just to play with it. Cause I'll never have the opportunity to design, design a, a, a lighting uh, show with, with different rigs. Um, so, so visualizers are sometimes your chance to do that. There is also an aspect of a visualizer that um, has always been, I think it they came to fruition initially. And that is to, again, save money, um, during the process of a show's design and uh, uh, kind of the creative um, process in general. Um, bands or production producing organizations, it's very expensive to have a large lighting rig in a practice space. They have to rent the, the large hall or arena or wherever is a space that is large enough to house the the um, set that the show is going to use, the artist is going to use. And so producers are always looking for ways to reduce costs and overhead. So one of those ways is to reduce rehearsal time. And unfortunately, as lighting designers, we're one of the only aspects of we're one of the only aspects of the show design team that do our art in the room. Um, we can't do a lot of that. You know, set designers can can build a set piece in a workshop, in a small workshop, and really uh, play with things. Uh, lighting designers, if you don't have a visualizer, 
you have to have the lighting rig in the room um, and you have to have the lights off. So, which, uh, you know, all of those aspects are not easily obtainable at times. So producers are cutting back rehearsal times to reduce costs. And that then has an effect as a designer in, in your time to create your aspect of the show. And if you don't want to work 24 seven and you want to have some sleep, you can start working on your design and getting some, maybe throwing together some palettes, um, throwing together some, some different visual aspects that you can refine once you get into the space. And you can do that in a visualizer and you can do that in the comfort of your home, on an airplane, um, on a bus, wherever you happen to be, as long as you have your computer. So it allows you time in when you actually have the rig in front of you to refine. And maybe once you have all of your base completed, maybe you did it in your visualizer. Now you can go in the space and you're just adding uh, finishing touches. You're adding a little bit more pizzazz to your lights and some flashiness in, in uh, the actual rehearsal space. And it also allows you another aspect to, and this is for multiple um, applications. It allows you to be able to present your, your artistic ideas to a client or a potential client or an artist. It's very hard for people to visualize lighting um, and imagine what things are going to look like because they don't know different quality of light. They don't know how it's going, how the set pieces are going to take light and just in general, how a rig is going to react and um, be, uh, be um, kind of evolve for the show. So with a visualizer, you're able to put all of those ideas into your software and you can take it to a client and show them what it could look like in a 3D world. I've certainly done this for houses of worship, for clubs, for theaters, and um, uh, being able to take, working with an architect, bringing in their 3D models. Yeah, with yeah. When they're designing rooms, they have 3D models. So well, we can take that 3D model, bring it into our visualizer, and now we can start placing lights and being able to show potential clients or business owners what their building could look like with some lighting enhancement is it gets them a little bit more excited. Maybe they'll push the budget a little bit more. Um, or maybe it helps you just close the deal in general because you can show them what you're able to bring them and what their space is going to look like once you do your job and implement the design that you have thought about and created. So, you know, it, it, it kind of has a few different aspects, you know, practice and honing your craft, um, saving time, um, on, on your design and the tech portion of tech portion of a show. And then, uh, presentationally allowing you to share your ideas in as real of a format as we're able to create without physically setting up all the gear is kind of the the aspects that I think. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting to me because 
you know, there's a couple things that have really shifted in my perspective over the past few years on visualizers. Uh, the first is, you know, like you talked about, like my my thought process of what's a visualizer for has always been toss some lights into it, pre-program stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. that's been my mindset. But I've noticed, you know, two uses really, um, two things that one, a lot of people use visualizers purely conceptually. Mm-hmm. And get a lot of use out of them without even hooking up a console. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which, when I realized that, the first time I talked to somebody who primarily worked that way in Capture, I was like, that's really different and interesting because I've never, pretty much every second that I use a visualizer, I usually have a console software open. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. You know? Yeah. It's a, a lot easier and faster. And, but yes. But it is interesting, yeah. And especially, you know, as the rabbit trail we went on before uh, this podcast started is that the connection between console and visualizer in Onyx's case, mm-hmm. um, my favorite professional console, and of course you work for Elation. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's a great console. Um, you know, as they both move forward, the connection between the two is becoming very strong mm-hmm. um, instead of just... Whereas before, you know, people used to ask me, and I get this question a lot. They go, how do I connect lights to my visualizer? And I go, oh, well, it's simple. You just send networked DMX out from your console to the visualizer. It's just like running a DMX cable. Mm -hmm. It's really the same thing. Mm -hmm. Um, It's taking in the DMX data, like running a DMX cable. Mm -hmm. It's really the same thing. Mm -hmm. Um, It's taking in the DMX data. It looks at the channels and what each channel is supposed to do. And if both ends are patched the same way, things look correct, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. But now it's getting a lot more advanced than that with with Onyx and, and such, and that's really cool. The other thing that I've noticed about visualizers in the past few years is when I had in the past, you know, we're talking three, four or more years ago, kind of what I would consider entry level users considering a visualizer, you know, people with a band or a smaller church or a smaller DJ or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they would get interested in it, you know, we talk about the cost and they wouldn't go that way. Usually mm. some would, but most would, but today more and more people at the entry level, I think are getting into visualizers, mm-hmm. which I find interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, part of that being that a lot of these entry level, you know, console software, whatever, can send network DMX that became boxes and and short cables and all this madness to get them together. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so it's become literally cheaper and simpler, you know, for people in that in that world as well. Um and and such. But it's interesting to me because we we're just talking about, you know, why to use a visualizer, but you know, seeing into the future a little bit with the latest version of, of Onyx in Capture, I think, paves a really cool picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, just playing with that integration, um, even the, you know, uh, we're talking right now, for those of you who maybe aren't as deeply involved in, in Onyx and uh, using Onyx, we're talking about a future uh, beta software. So it's public knowledge. We're not kind of uh, breaking any... Uh, any non-disclosure here, but there we are. We have been working very closely with the team, and we have one of the, I would say, one of the most integrated uh, communication, bi-directional communication, um, uh, connectivity 
um, setups that I am aware of other than perhaps native visualizers like MA, yeah. MA 3D and, yeah. um, right. Kansas. The nice thing is um, because we're not relying on our own de- development team to try to create a visualizer, we're working with people who do visualizers and do it well. So they already have an existing really high quality visualizer. Um, and all we're doing is making a really strong connection to it. So um, they can keep worrying about making the visualizer as, as realistic and pristine and, and um, uh, processes uh, processing lighting as fast as possible. Cause I know that that can be arduous task on computers as well. But um, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. 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 Just, just to pause on that note yeah. for a second. Like that's the thing I noticed a, a couple of years ago, I had upgraded and I'd skipped a few years mm. in the upgrade and I'm like, Oh my goodness, it looks better and it works faster. Like yeah. it's more efficient. It's, you know, I'm, I've got the same graphics card and it's smoother yeah. than it was and, it, and better. Yeah. That's how did they do this? Yeah. That's one of the <laughs> things is, um, you know, every year, um, obviously they, they include some additional features and stuff on different upgrades, but a lot of time is spent improving, um, processing and, uh, and the, the speed in which your PCs processor and GPU can, can render the lighting. Um, is it still, is it completely, you know, flawless yet? No. Um, still is it completely you know flawless yet no um put a line of pixel tape in your visualizer and turn it on and see what happens you know so you know there's a lot of calculations that go into into visualizers um every light source has its own calculation that has to be taken into account and the minute you start adding pixels that's a light source for each little pixel and the computer just bogs down to no end. So, um, yeah, they, they're improving it always. Um, so that's good. You know, that's, um, again, that's something that they can worry about. And we, as, as a control manufacturer can worry about improving the control, you know, um, we'll let them do what they do best and, uh, we will do what we do best, but, uh, getting back to, the integration, we've started to work closely with them to um, is out there right now for any other third party visualizer and a control console um, bi-directional. And this is where it gets really cool. Yes, absolutely. I can create a, a show, a rig in capture and, and patch it. And then I can go into my Onyx console, uh, turn on my CITP uh, connectivity and press a button to find all lights press another button to import patch imports the patch and also imports the 2d layout as defined by capture so i am getting oh see and i i I missed this earlier because we were talking about Mm -hmm. it and like i've seen that note in the release and i hadn't been able to make it work yet because i was thinking the other direction for the patch and stuff so i gotta try this later Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 it's uh yeah it's it's really cool. Um, yeah. Now that you described the yeah. steps to starting capture, I, I'll, I'm going to try this. Yeah, this will yeah. be fun. <laughs> it's very fun. And yeah, this yeah, will be fun. <laughs> it's very fun. And I don't even touch, you know, it. it's easier to patch in, in my Onyx, but I'll just patch and capture because it's pretty easy to patch and capture too. And then just push push a button. It thinks 
for a second, almost like for those of you who have used RDM um, device uh, uh, device finder, you know, it thinks for well, a hey, second. Should we talk about all the things we love about Onyx? <laughs> yeah, right. So, so it thinks for a second and it tells no, you what's yeah. in your rig. Um, yeah. And it essentially does the same thing over CITP. And um, then you just say import and it thinks for a second again, imports everything into the patch and does a 2D uh, design layout, which is the coolest, I think, um, just to have, because, you know, I would always get annoyed that I would put it in capture. And now, now I have to go to my console and do my 2D layout over again and try to, yeah. you know, this, you do it, you have, if you have, you know, a 3D rendering 3D uh, plan in Onyx is not there yet. Um, it's on the list, you know, but uh, that takes <laughs> the list is long. It's a long list. It's, uh, <laughs> if any of you out there uh, are capture users, you know, it's a long list. Um, but um, that integration is making a visualizer so much easier for, for uh, users to, to kind of play in the visualizer and then bring it right into their console for control. We've reached out to, you know, we're not capture exclusive. We want to be, you know, we want to work well with everybody. We've reached out to, to other visualizer companies and they, you know, it's not high in their priority list to mm. allow that integration. So um, at this point, Capture is probably one of the the better options. Capture is probably one of the the better options, especially if you're an Onyx user. It's the best option. But um, you know, it's it's in the, the other visualizers have their own have their own agenda, and that's okay. You know, um, but it'd be nice if everybody would do it. You know. Yeah. No. Totally. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Totally. So actually, I, I I launched it now just because you're talking about it. Sounded oh. so cool. So what button do I press to make it come over? <laughs> so if you go into into patch, um, oh into patch, yeah. okay, because it's already hooked up CITP. It's they're talking. Yep. You know. So you go to patch, and then uh, there is a button. Oh, import. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's new. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> hey, look. <laughs> oh man, I just hadn't seen that before. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Look at that. Oh my goodness. Wow. So for those of you who are Onyx users, that's pretty cool. That's it's really going to, cool. if, if you're, um, an Onyx user and you're now download the beta <laughs> and try it out. So that's another kind of, well, we'll even if you're doing a show, even if get you it on your PC, show, yeah, exactly. put it on your PC, not yeah. something you use for shows, exactly. but you know, yeah, <laughs> it's been a fairly stable beta though. I will say that, um, um it's been very stable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I wouldn't worry about it. If you are in a show situation, if you have that problem, that's wonderful. Congratulations <laughs> that you have a show going on right now. But um, um, it's awesome to play with. Uh, but it, um, again, it would be great if other manufacturers of visualizers would allow that. But, you know, if it's capture for now, that's okay. They're, I think they're one of the better ones on the market. Having used a handful of others, um, you know, I think they do a pretty good job, especially pricing-wise. You know, they, they're very competitive, you know, comparatively. So that's another win for them in that column. You get a lot out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I definitely like mm-hmm. it a lot. Yeah. Absolutely. That's nuts. Yeah. So my patch just totally imported. I didn't get the 2D plan right for some reason, but anyways, it's beta. Yeah. <laughs> Kinks. But that's still super cool. Yeah. Wow. 
That was cool. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, this is the exciting stuff because it's like this two-way communication. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely a revolution in how you'd use things. Like now, you know, we didn't use this example specifically, but you can go and capture, select a light, and move your mouse around with your right click to focus it. Yeah. And then the pan and tilt shows up in Onyx in the yeah. program. Yeah, I for, I forgot about that. I was going to transition to that, but... The biggest thing with CITP is just the control, you know, I think. Um, uh, I'm, I'm making plans as I speak, and I have plenty of time to do it, but uh, in, the space, <laughs> in the space that I work, I, I have not made a capture rendering of it um, because there's not, I have not made a capture rendering of it um, because there's not really uh, plans for the theater, but I really want to now that got it. I thought you were talking about your basement. Oh no, like, basement. Well, the basement's minutes. pretty pretty easy. Four walls, <laughs> ceiling. Um, but uh, but this theater, the yeah. theater that I work at, <laughs> I I want to do a capture rendering now and bring in my Onyx and use CITP because it would make focus so much faster doing focus palettes and stuff. Um, being able to to go into my visualizer and just click, you know, left click for quick focus. And Onyx pulls that focus information. Um, and just having that bi-directional communication is awesome. Um, and uh, it, it will make the workflow so much faster, especially uh, with the, the moving light parameter focus, just because, you know, twisting two dials or a spot on your rendering and using the right click, you know, to, to focus there. So... That is cool. That's really cool. Um, but I, I think it's, you know, it's uh, moving in the right direction, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, let's, why don't we wrap up this episode? Um, it's been sure. great talking to you. Sure. Um, and so, yeah, the, the interesting thing and kind of the key takeaways I'm seeing is that uh, visualizers aren't just for the pro user mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's that's super cool. It, it really is for anybody who wants to try out new concepts, mm-hmm. who wants to have that ability to pre-program without setting up the rig, which I've always told people, you know, look at how much it costs to buy capture. Look at how painful it is to set up your rig and mm-hmm. then decide, mm-hmm. you know, and if it's more than just a couple lights, like it's you could buy a, a single license of capture. Yeah. You know, they're solo. They're, they're single universe for a couple hundred bucks. Yep. Um, well, they're single universe for a couple hundred bucks. Yep. Um, well, 400, yeah. Um, and uh, and it, it's really cool to see, have this glimpse that we're getting this year into the future as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think um, where they were, you know, 10 years ago, you know, my first my first uh, introduction to, to visualizers was uh, ETC, expression three with emphasis um i never oh i never saw one of those in person yeah they didn't they only lasted for a couple years they partnered with WYSIWYG, and um in that you got a a license of WYSIWYG that you could create your show and then import it into your emphasis server and um then have some sort of visualizer uh but it was squares (laughs) and you know it, it by in the 10 years that we've progressed, the technology has expanded greatly. Now that we have bi-directional communication, the realism of the lighting is obviously important thing. And that oh, also incredible. has expanded greatly. Um, and, um, and it's because of guys like the gentleman at Capture 
um, doing this type of work that helps us um, improve in our skill sets and uh, saves us a lot of time. Whether you're a house of worship, lots of houses of worship right now are using Capture um, so that they can pre-program their service and and then uh, go to um, the church and have rehearsal, check their looks, fix them in rehearsal, and then they're ready to go for Sunday service. So um, it's all different users using it. And I think it's great. I think it's wonderful. Um, not just concerts, not just theater, uh, but anybody is is starting to use it. And I think we're going to see some, uh, just, I think it's going to have positive impacts on the ind- impacts on the industry in general uh, as people grow their skill set because of using this tool. Awesome. Very cool. Great to talk to you today.